promise they number one, and now we number one, according to Rankins. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out in the top 25, because we're still hungry. And when we're hungry, we eat. Is uh, low key our best player. Hey guys, hey, watch this, Will. This is good content. Unreal. Wow, that is the best basketball move he's made in his lifetime. Oh, then misses the end one. Hello, Kenneth. What's up, man? How are you? Hi, Kenneth. Hey, Will. <laughs> uh, we're back. We're back here at the we island. We're freaking back at the island, and we're watching the NC State men's basketball team play the Miami. Hurricanes in yeah. Coral Gables. Is that where it maybe plays? That's correct, I believe. I'm right. assuming. Their stadium is the darkest stadium in the entire ACC. Well, they have to show that there's not anybody. They try to hide the fact that there's not any fans. In the <laughs> it looks like stadium. it's a blackout, but it's just a lot of black empty seats. And, uh, ooh. That was a grown man move by the dude from Miami there. Grown man move. So we're back. This is episode 30. A lot of people said, I got a lot of DMs, a lot of emails, a lot of texts that said, you guys can't make it to episode two, but guess what? We make it to episode 30. Will we make it to episode 31, Kenneth? Uh, yeah, I just don't know when. Probably like not next week. We'll take a week off and then come back for the following week. Yeah, that's... Maybe we could sneak one in next week. We'll it tends to be your pattern. We may have a special guest next week because Ken is officially out. So... Things have happened. Um, we're actually recording this. We're traveling back in time a little bit. Kent, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl, bro? Uh, I don't know. Maybe um, the Chiefs. I kind of thought the Chiefs were going to win big. I didn't expect it to be. Oh as wait, close wait, no. Was... This is the this is the episode before <laughs> the Super Bowl aired. Yeah. So oh, I forgot we were supposed to do a Super Bowl preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl preview is actually what everybody's been hitting me up about. So you think you think the Chiefs have a pretty good shot? I do. I think they. Um... They should roll. I think that Jimmy G is trash. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm predicting the Chiefs to win. Um, I don't know the exact score, but I think they're going to get down big like they've done in the past few games in the playoffs, and I think they'll make a pretty giant comeback. I'm thinking like 31 to 20. That's just that's just off the top of my head. I, I don't know that that's a real score prediction. And I'm really looking forward to the J-Lo and Shakira halftime show. And I think a lot of people are going to be upset that uh, they're going to be shaking their booties and showing a lot of crotch. But that's, again, <laughs> just throwing that out there. I don't know what's going to happen at all, but there's going to be a lot of crotch shots, and yeah. uh, there will be no pit bull. Which I, 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 just, weird, just a weird feeling. I thought pit bull, I think pit bull is going to be there, but I kind of feel like he's not. And he, they may bring, like, Daddy Yankee. So, I, I don't know. It was, it, it's kind of odd, but it's just a hunch that I have. So, yeah, yeah 31-20, uh, Chiefs. They're going to have a really crazy Super Bowl parade. Uh, I don't know, maybe the next Wednesday. It's just a guess, too, and they're going to be just shotgunning beers, and it's total guess. But Yeah, they'll have Napoleon Dynamite's brother come out and do a rap song with him. Yeah, yeah, again, total guess. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would imagine. All right, so this concludes our Super Bowl preview, and let's get back to business. Um, You're an idiot. Social media, do we have it? Yeah, kind of. 
<laughs> tell me, tell me about it. It's on. We're on Twitter and Instagram sometimes at uh, tight. Like not a lot of times, but sometimes at Fire Ice Pack Pod. Okay, that's yeah. on both. On both, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. and you can also download, listen, stream, recommend this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify is a big one. There's one other one too, maybe SoundCloud. I guess is yeah. Ours. SoundCloud. If if you're a SoundCloud rapper and you want to find <laughs> podcasts, you're not listening to this already. So, uh, no, <laughs> nowhere to help you there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give us a follow. This never worked for us, but you know if we can gain. One to two new followers per week. We are going to be at the 500 follower level in about six months. Okay. If my math adds up. I if Ken doesn't ditch podcasts. Um, yeah, I'm not going to ditch it. It's just like, it's, it's tough sometimes, man. It's hard out here for a pimp, you know? Oh, is that a uh, Three Six Mafia reference? Yeah. yeah. Do you know Oscar that? winner song, actually. Oscars are coming up soon. Who's your Oscar winner for Best Picture? You've seen none of them. I don't even know who's nominated. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You haven't seen that yet? Nope. New Tarantino? Okay. I want to see that. That's like one I'm interested in. You're a big Tarantino guy. I'm surprised you haven't tried to illegally stream that. I'll hook you up. Can I send you just a torrent where you can just download? I'm not really interested in pirating anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I like to stay above board. You're wholesome. Um... So yeah, that's that's where we're at. This is episode thirty, and we're excited. I'm excited. Are you excited, Kenny? A little, just a little. Yeah. Okay. Your beard's looking nice. You went from clean shaven, not even two months ago, and I think it's looking grizzly right it's now. It's pretty uh, fantastic. I'm a I, huge, I'm yeah. a huge fan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty good right now. It's uh, it needs to be trimmed up a little bit, but it's pretty cool. I don't see your lip. Your lips don't exist. It's yeah. just, a, it's just a mustache. My chin's gone as well. <laughs> Holly, or my, my chin, my throat. Holly, please get him to clean up his mustache. My mustache, uh, I clean that up pretty Should we uh, get into our first segment? Yeah, oh, absolutely. What were you drinking? What are we drinking, boo? Well, I have 21st Amendment breweries. Second week in a row? Uh, Blood Orange IPA. It's I, uh, India Pale L brewed with blood orange with natural flavors. Um, it's got a pretty dope can with the presidents and Mount Rushmore getting hit with oranges. Um, when you walked in tonight, you oranges. said that we should change Mount Rushmore and include Trump in it. <laughs> You're an idiot. No? Um, I heard you're on. So, yeah, this is an orange, blood orange IPA kind of doing this. Um, I guess it's about the only thing that we could relate to Miami without drinking crap beer. Um, so Miami's got an orange color, so I'm gonna drink this. Plus, it's pretty delicious. What do you think? Um, yeah, it's good. Now, it also kind of relates to our next moment after we, you know, finish beating Miami tonight with Syracuse. So we play them next. You know, the orange. Two orange schools in a row. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty tasty. I'd, I'd like a little bit more orange in it. I think. Okay, so more blood than orange is what you're tasting right now. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of three, just ten point game. Uh, live streaming this game, no one's doing this. Uh, maybe one more podcast is doing this, but up ten right now. Markel's in full Markel mode, and uh, let, let's just let's just talk through play by play on this game. Let's not. Let's so, see what you what are you drinking? Oh, I have from Raleigh Brewing over in Hillsborough Street. This is called Not Another England IPA. No, not another New England IPA. It's juicy and 
can't even read the cursive here. Juicy and citrusy. Is it because of your lack of knowledge of reading cursive? Yeah. Like, is it a is it thing that you just never learned how to do? Yeah. You know together? that you know that thing that you hear for a lot from people now and teachers like they don't even teach cursive anymore. They don't even know how to sign their name. That was me. I still don't know how to sign my name. I kind of write it in uh, Braille. Actually, I, I was big Braille guy when I was growing up. Yeah, Shouts yeah. to the blind. Uh, Jesus. Will. So this is basically not another like not another loss. It's in. We've had three straight since we've recorded, right? Yeah, but things have started to look a little downhill ever since we've turned the mics on tonight. We might need to cut it off. Or yeah, we've, uh, we've blown a 17-point lead. We're down to 10. We're all good. But this is uh, something new. I've never seen this before, and it is apparently uh, not good for pregnancy and the ability to drive a car or operate machinery. And it may cause health problems. But let's take a sip. I'm not pregnant, for the record. Yeah, that would be some kind of... Kind of record there. Mmm, tasty. Dee's having a nice game. Oh, the what? Cup of trouble. Um, very tasty. Six point two percent, and uh, they did another one. Raleigh Brewing always puts out good stuff. I cannot complain about any of their beers. Highly recommend. Check out their brewery Tuesday night trivia. We'll see you there. So, can we get into a little ketchup? Absolutely. Real tomato ketchup, Oh, nothing but the best. I saw a movie. What movie did you guys see? Movie entitled The Gentleman. Uh, from a director named Guy Ritchie. Highly recommend. Came, f- got Is a that little... Madonna's husband? <laughs> Damn, that it is. Uh, Matthew Are McConaughey. I, yeah, sure. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, the guy from... Sons of Anarchy that everybody loved, the Jax Teller and uh, Colin Farrell. All-star cast, down to eight. Uh, can I read you Guy Ritchie's movies? And you can tell me where why did, when he got married to Madonna, it all fell apart. He started out with Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That was good. Snatch. That was really good. Madonna, what it feels like for a girl. Swept Away. Revolver. Rock and Roller. Rock and Roller was actually tight. Sherlock Holmes. Interesting. Sherlock Holmes Games of Shadows. This the is Man the Sherlock Uncle. Holmes with Iron Man playing Sherlock Holmes? Yes. Uh, King Arthur with Jax Teller and Aladdin with Will Smith. He went on a really, really disappointing run. And he's rebounded 100% with a gentleman. Go see it. That's my... Will's movie of the week. <laughs> Kent's Dear too invested gosh. in this game. Down to six. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just turning a ball over, man. It's just unreal. Um so yeah, I mean a lot a lot happened. I I actually saw Devin Daniels on campus the other day. That was kinda cool. Oh, where are you why were you okay? Uh well I was actually just driving down Hillsborough Street. He was walking there. I really wanted to yell out, damn it, Devin, but Damn it, Devin! I didn't do it. I'm I didn't just, do it. I thought I'm about it. You. So you have Mighty Ducks in the rundown. What? What is that all about? You really not know? No. Down to four. Um, Mighty Ducks. You know? Do you have Disney Plus now that you have unlimited data with Verizon? I do. Mighty Ducks is coming back, Kenneth. No shit. Yes. So there, there is going to be a TV reboot, and guess who is signed on? Emilio Estevez. Yes. 
He's all in. Oh, the Mighty Ducks guy. Yeah, well, Emilio Estevez doesn't have a lot going on. <laughs> I don't think. I haven't seen anything in a long time. But he's fully signed on. The premise is he coaches the Mighty Ducks, but I think they're not the focus. It's another team that is an upstart that's going to beat the Mighty Ducks. So he's going to be – they're going to be like the Hawks. They're going to be like the Hawks, which is cool. I like that they're going that way. I, I don't mind that. I, we've done enough hero stories with Charlie and name another Mighty Ducks kid. Adam Banks. Uh, yep. Carlton. Carlton. Goldberg. Yeah. By the way, have you, seen, have you seen Goldberg lately? Uh, no. Okay, so let me show you this because I specifically saved this for for that. Uh, Goldberg is uh, not doing great. So here is a live reaction that Kent's going to give you. If you were to just read that headline and think, tell me your Jesus. Tell me your uh, quick reaction to his mugshot. He looks like he's about seventy-five years old. Uh-huh. He's not. <laughs> Holy crap. What's the headline man. there? Mighty Duck star Sean Weiss arrested for residential burglary. 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 That's there a, it is. one of those it. funny words like ROAD. Um, <laughs> uh, he's arrested for burglary meth after breaking into stranger's car. Interesting. Yeah, so um, needless to say, he's not going to be in the reboot. So I wouldn't think so. No Goldberg. But uh, I'm excited about that. Like Disney Plus is putting on good stuff. I, I know you haven't watched The Mandalorian yet. I did watch all that. Did you love it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Love it. So they're, yeah. they're putting out quality content. So that Mighty Duck series is going to be tight. And that'll be, I think, late 2020 is where they're targeting that. So I want to tell you about that because I don't think you've, you saw that quite yet. I did not. That's a, a good catch. Should we have a moment of silence for Kobe? <sighs> yeah, man. We'll do eight seconds because it's eight. So Kobe Bryant died. Um, very sad. Yeah, that was a tough. That was a tough one, man. My wife actually broke the news to me on that. I also got the news broken to me from Kelly. We're uh, shopping out in Cameron Village. He's doing white people things, and <laughs> I was so I was <laughs> I was about to start the car, and I got the news said Kobe Bryant died. I was like, basically just laugh, not laughing at his death to be sure. But I was like, okay. Yeah, that's what, what, what thought, source man. are you reading right TMZ, now? TMZ, right? And it was TMZ. Yeah. So. I was like, that can't be right. But then, sure enough. Sad stuff. I've never been yeah. in a helicopter, but now I'd never want to go in a helicopter. Uh, that was terrible. I thought the NBA is some pretty cool stuff around. They did. Like, they did. The shot clock violations. And eight, eight seconds. Did. Yeah. He was a he was a huge figure. I, uh, I kind of got into the Lakers back when they were – Charlotte moved to – New Orleans, and so I kind of adopted the Lakers because who doesn't adopt a team that's going to win titles? Because <laughs> I'm a bandwagon piece of shit. Yeah, you were. But, that uh, was probably about the same time you were a Carolina fan. No, so it really made sense. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is back when they were winning titles. But uh, 67, 61, a bit. Um, but yeah, we we're not going to wax poetic on Kobe, but we I, I wanted to bring it up. That, that's all. Yeah, that was most definitely when you were a Carolina fan. It was. It was in the early 2000s when they were... No, it was when they were playing the Celtics. He just said three. Uh, it was when they were playing the Celtics for... like They went back-to-back Celtics finals. Uh, Celtics got one from them, and, and Kobe got the other one from them. Um, but other than that, did you see a, a gentleman by the name of Eli Drinkowitz freaking out over a three-star recruit he got today? Nah. What did he do? 
Let me holler at you with this. Hang on. <laughs> Dude, he's running around everywhere. Must have been like it. Maybe it's like his first recruit that he's ever landed. As like a. I mean, you're not getting a lot of three star recruits going to AF, right? Well, he's I mean, at Missouri now. Well, I, that, no, I understand that. Oh, okay. I'm saying like. He was. Uh, Yak for that for sure. Really and I, I don't geek, I don't right? hate that. I'm not here to hate on Eli. I love Eli. But um yeah, so apparently he also had an offer from Alabama. Mm. So he's starting to plant a seed at Mizzou. Yeah. That was it. That was can't really it kinda of questioned the judgment of a kid that would pick Missouri over Alabama. Yeah, but I'm just are, are you are you questioning playing time though? No. <laughs> I'm just playing around with that. Uh, so we have signing day today too. Yeah, that's right? what I just want to ask you about. You, you're the big recruiting guy around this podcast. Not a recruiting so. guy, but you are. But <laughs> I read message boards. <laughs> you're the message board guy. At least. Yeah. So what are your take on the signing day? It's basically just what we expected. Nothing. Yeah, no, no surprises yeah. there. But I mean, they were able to fill some holes that they had um, with either transfers or decommits late in the game from the the early signing period. So, sure. 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 Um, got a Anthony Carter, the offensive lineman, is going to kind of take um, Austin Blasky's right. scholarship. Right, right, right. Um, you saw the first Texas person come over uh-huh. from uh, Ben Tire, uh-huh. uh, defensive tackle by the name of Nick uh, Booker Brown. I think his dad actually played in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, and then we also went to Char- or went to Florida for uh, a kid, uh, defensive end Claude Larkin. So. I think as of right now, it leaves us with two spots available. Very Lark- very Larkin's son, right? Shane Larkin's brother? I don't know anything about that. Maybe. Oh, right. I mean, because cause, uh, Barry Larkin's kid played at Miami, right? That he did. Yeah, basketball. But, no, I'm not 100% sure on that, man. I, I haven't really read too much about these guys. I know they're all three-star recruits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm excited. It's depth. Yeah, I mean, and we needed we needed some depth along the defensive line after some of the uh, recent transfers out. Um, we also needed that that extra offensive lineman. I think there's two spots available, two or three mm-hmm. spots. You also had Joshua Crabtree. I forgot to mention him. He um, he recruited or he committed a long time ago, but didn't sign in the early period. He just signed as well. Um, so you got two more spots open. I think two or three. Um, you know, will they try to go for a grad transfer quarterback or something like that? Still remains to be seen. Haven't seen a lot of stuff about it. And you saw Chase Bryce is now at, at uh, Duke. Yeah, um, who we played this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. So that'll, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like the one year we played Duke, they're going to have a four-star uh, quarterback. Who, Clemson's uh, back up. Yeah, who Dabo thought was good enough to give a scholarship to. So right. That's interesting. Um, and then you saw uh, Mississippi State. Or, yeah, Mississippi State just got landed them a, a mm-hmm. grad transfer quarterback mm-hmm. as well. So we'll see them in the in week two, I believe it is. So it could be interesting. Um, you know, outside of uh, the signing day stuff, I guess the biggest buzz is 
Um, all the state fans have a, a huge heart on for Aaron McLaughlin, McLaughlin, something like that. No Four-star quarterback, uh, 2021 class, decommitted from Auburn. Um, he was at state like last summer. Um, you know, most of the folks are saying that he is uh, him and Porter Rooks are boys. So uh, I mean, he's a pipe dream, I think, for a lot of folks. But he's hopefully given us a look, or will give us a look mm-hmm. when he when he since he's opened up his recruitment. But that's a twenty one kid, so it doesn't really help us with what we got right now. So we'll have to we'll have to see. But all in all, I mean, the class is like. You know, you're coming off a three and eight season. Four, what, what were we? Four and eight. Excuse me. Four and eight. Um, I, I kind of scratched the East Carolina game because they were such trash. But um, they have a good quarterback though. Sam you know, Howell. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> Holton Ellinger. <laughs> there you go. That's there right. it is. <laughs> um, Real ones know that joke. Uh, but anyways, uh, I mean, they landed like the fortieth, and most most of the class rankings is like. 37 to 40, somewhere in that range. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good considering. And we have a whole new staff. So, I mean, we're all right. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. So, I guess we should start talking about what everybody really cares about in basketball season. I like your clapping, Will. It's pretty fantastic, if I had to say. Just hey, we're like, actually freaking back now. <laughs> the first half of this podcast was probably trash, and you will probably call it trash because we were way too into this game. Can't can we propose to never watch a game while recording yeah. again? When we started doing that last year for like all the late nine o'clock games, we now, did, and like I don't know, we tried it back. We we've done it once or twice this season too, but. It's it was good, always during trash games. Yeah, it's not a good mix. And especially when you're beating a team, we were up 17, and uh, we got the W. So, look, let's talk men's basketball, the lesser sport in NC State right now. We're, right. I mean, it, no one wants to hear about this. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, just because it's fresh on our minds. We just it's came fresh off on our mind. win. We are officially 6-6 six and six in the ACC. Now, Kent, if I told you we'd be 6-6 six and six in the ACC at this point in the season, what would you have told me? Um, based on the schedule, that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, considering the only uh the only good team that we've played this far is Louisville, and when I mean good team, that means like you know a top thirty team, net team, yeah, or throughout the rankings, rankings yeah. are trash because all we look at is the uh, net. Louisville, uh, Louisville, Florida State, and Duke right now are the class of the conference, and they are. Uh, we've only played one of those teams. We have we beat a Virginia team on the road that will. If they keep winning, it will be a, a huge win for us. It doesn't look as good right now. Is that a it's not is that a Q two win right now or Q one? I don't know what they're right. No one can is. no one can look that up. Actually, I have the the net team sheet up, so I mean I could look at it. So um, I want to call it a big win in Miami because they were out without their two of their best players, uh, Magusti or Magusti, however Kent wants to Magusti. pronounce it, and uh, Um and, and likes and Chris likes, so beating them on the road. I mean, a road win's a road win at, at, at this point under the Keats era. Um, while you're looking at the net, I will let you know that Virginia is a Q win one Q one win for us right now. Beautiful. I will let you know after that game we went nine for twenty two. 
from Beyond the Arc. So Beyond the Arc is a three-pointer that we're shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've moved up our percentage. Before the podcast, we were 13 of 62. Uh, at 20.967742%. This I like game, how you, you went that many decimal places. <laughs> this game, we went to oh, moved it to 9 and 22. So we only missed 13 threes. If the, my math adds up right, usually doesn't. Uh, we're now 22 of 84 in the last 1, 2, 3, 4 games. And that puts us at a healthy 26%. So, Kent, do you have any thoughts about our, our outside shooting? Well, I mean, it was encouraging to see that it improved tonight. Not in the um, second half, but not in the first half, half. Yeah, I mean, they only shot 30% from, from three in the second half. and um, Well, it's higher than our 26% of yeah. the last four games. Yeah, it's still better than, than what we were doing, but 50% from three in the first half. I mean, uh, State got down early. I think we started the game like one of ten. We did, and we did. we saw, damn it, Devin. Um, or really, come on, Devin. Yeah, really open it up. And then at some point, it's like, damn right, Devin comes out and uh, starts hitting threes. I think he made like three straight after he got benched and came back in. He did. He got benched um, for missing a uh, a backwards dunk that was just under the basket that he could have just laid up. But he was trying to be Devin Daniels and uh, basically bricked his dunk, which, yeah. is, which is always fun. It was good though, cause like I was I was totally expecting after we started so poorly and uh, it's one we're one from ten to start the game. I was like, well, damn, here we go again. We still can't make baskets. We're still gonna shoot to- poorly, but um, to to come back and actually shoot fifty percent from the field for the game, I mean that's pretty uh, fantastic considering how we started. Uh, still kind of a weird game in that you know sloppy game. We turned the ball over what seventeen times. That's um some maybe some maybe correct yeah that's right seventeen times um, that's off the top I count the turnovers Miami had sixteen points off of turnovers I mean that's they yep. out they 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 beat us by six there when yeah they again. outplayed us we we beat them by twelve in the first half they outscored us forty to thirty nine in the second half so yeah, okay. uh, a little bit of resurgence there but um this is live box score looking or you know what I mean uh. I will say 19 and 12 from Markel. We finally saw we saw a lot of bad Markel tonight, and we saw and just more in like, good Markel. Yes, yeah, we saw some bad in stretches. I mean, the turnovers were were uh, a thing. Him and Bryce and Daniels all kind of contributed to that. They all them. had four, not ideal. Yeah, and but also Markel chipped in with five rebounds. Uh, CJ Bryce 22 and 11. That is that CJ that we need. Yes, we saw you. a little bit of his resurgence last week against Louisville. Against Louisville, that's last week. But to <laughs> to capitalize on his two offers that we had in the Carolina game and the Georgia Tech game, yeah, we need that guy back, and we can win basketball games with him scoring twenty two and eleven. That, yeah, that's, no doubt about it. That's the it. most obvious take that's ever been put out. Yeah. Drop uh, thirty nine minutes tonight. Also, so didn't come off the floor a lot. Uh, yeah, I think the one the one player that really struggled tonight was um, DJ Funderburg. I don't know what what your his boy. deal was. Yeah, I mean he he only played fourteen minutes, and it wasn't because he was in foul trouble. It was it was quite an odd um, game for him. Um, so I don't know what to really make of that. 
I get the good thing is is that you got CJ Bryce playing. You had Devin Daniels making shots early. You had Markel Johnson coming in. Braxton Beverly even hit a couple of threes. Well, here's yeah, um, here's the thing that we haven't got that we've always relied upon in the last two seasons with Brax is that he was four for seven from three point land, five for nine total, which is fine. But to get fourteen from Braxton, that's what we kind of expected. Yeah. Last year, and we wanted that this year, but he hasn't gotten that due to playing time and well, just been, being I mean, cold. Well, I think he's been most, cold. Yeah, but it's mostly due. I mean, come on now, it's I mean, dude can't even sit on the bench during a game. He's injured. I mean, watch him during a timeout or while he's on the floor. He's literally standing up in the side because he can't sit on the bench. <laughs> like I'm serious, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, I. Th- I mean, I think a lot of Brack, I mean, and I think that's obviously affecting his shot. I mean, it's not necessarily affecting that defense, but um, <laughs> it is affecting the shot. It isn't and, affecting uh, uh, guys that are driving to the basket and him not getting in front of the ball at all, and him just kind of sidestepping until they just lay the ball up in front of his face. Nah, Braxton's problem is like he always tries to go help on the big man, like he's going to do anything anyway. He does. <laughs> Comes and off the shooter. It's like, come on. Is that man. coaching or is that Braxton? Uh, we'll talk about that later. I think I think that would be a fair time, but I don't think that that coach is saying, "Hey, Braxton, you're the smallest guy on the floor. Go, go. up on the big man." Yeah. That that would be pretty uh, abominable, abominable coaching, yeah. especially considering like we don't necessarily uh, like traditionally we're 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 not facing a lot of guys that are like low post threats i mean it's not really in college basketball in the first no. place so i mean it's it just, not college and it's not nba anymore yeah so i mean it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but so overall do you want to look at what we've got going forward or you have some more thoughts on why we're six sitting at the place that we're at right now like, what is what's is your overall take i know i don't know if you want to get into this but you you threw a couple of uh Two to three texts in our group chat regarding being patient on Kevin Keats as far as his record overall. Do you want to get into that now? I mean, we can. I mean, we had a voicemail that was asking about Kevin Keats, didn't we? Oh, yeah. I can fire that up. Hang on. Let me dig into Hey, guys. Quick question. Is Kevin Keats a good coach or not? Dude, we've done this voicemail before. I swear that guy called in with the same same one last night. That's week. BC. Shouts to BC for hosting a Super Bowl party with uh, wings that were not seasoned at all, but everything else was perfect. <laughs> I had a great time. And we played Odds, which is uh, a new game that I found out about, and uh, everyone should play. Just Google Odds. Anyway, go ahead, Kent. Well, I mean, I think that it kind of needs a little bit of music for me to really get into it. Fire and Ice Pack Pod, 30 for 30. What if I told you that a career prep school coach would join the college ranks in 2011? Seven short years later, takes the reins of the third most successful ACC program with less than 10 years of college coaching experience. Would you believe he's a winner? Is he a winner?
What if I told you he beat Duke and Florida State at home and at Carolina to get to the NCAA tournament? That's our 30 for 30 pick. <laughs> we tried. I swear we tried. It's our 30th episode. 30 for 30. Guys, everything is on the nose right now. Oh, my dude. finger is on my nose right now. But what if I told you that this season is not lost right now, Kenneth? It's We're 6-6 six and six at Syracuse, Kenneth. At Boston College. Home for Duke. Home for Florida State. At Carolina. Home against Pittsburgh. At Duke. Home against Wake Forest to close the season. We can... Rally, right? We should be able to, man. I think that there's number one, there's opportunities. There's opportunities. That's the biggest giving is is three games. And those three games we're not winning at Cameron. I let's throw that shit out the window so far that it hits the side of the highway. At Syracuse is a good win. At Syracuse is a good win. Their net's like sixty four ish. We like that. But they're also uh, ahead of us in the standings, which would help as well. Also, at BC, it, let's just call it a must win. Yeah. Uh, Duke at home or Florida State at home. So, a Wednesday and Saturday. So, it, it's a quick trip. It's a, it's a quick turnaround. Need one of those two. If you take care of business elsewhere, you need one of those two. Need one of those two. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're more likely to upset a Florida State team if we can hit threes. Um, uh, and we'll. Pro- I'd actually. I would argue that we probably have a better matchup with Duke than Florida State. I think Florida State's athleticism will. We'll get into that later, but I just. Don't, I don't think that we can handle their athleticism as easily as we could probably work with Duke. Here's my thing: is that every other podcast out there, without listening to other podcasts out there, is just letting us know that we're an NIT team right now. And I want to believe. I want to believe, I want to have a 30 for 30. Yeah. And we're going to get a 30 for 30s later. But I want to believe. I think this slate that we have ahead of us, there's some tough road games. I will not lie about that. There's one, two, three, four road games left. Uh, especially one at Carolina that with Cole Anthony back, that they're going to be pretty motivated for it. And we'll get into those previews in later I think podcasts, State will be motivated just as much as Carolina for that one there. Agreed. But um, I think the good I think the good thing about all this is that we've got opportunities in front of us. It's not so we like, didn't really answer the question from Mr. Brandon, though. What do you think about Keats? Is he a good coach? Because everybody wanted to uh, literally seven days ago, um, not so much after Louisville, but um, so we haven't recorded since Georgia Tech, Carolina, or Louisville. So we have we, not. You know, we lost three games coming in this night tonight. Yeah, two of the three um, games we we should not have lost. Yeah. So what do you? I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, everybody was there was a lot of folks that were crushing him on on places, uh, Twitter message boards, which was probably a little bit premature, but. Um, you know, a lot of folks pointed to the fact that he got out coached uh, versus Roy. Um, and you know what I have my take on that? He should be out coached by Roy. Roy's a freaking Hall of Famer that's had 30, 40 years of experience coaching college basketball. Roy's a top three coach of all time. I despise Carolina, but he I mean, is so in the of pantheon. Course. Is he, he's in the pantheon. I, for him to get him out coached by Roy, that's no surprise. Like <laughs> I agree. Like he's he Keats coached, has literally been coaching college basketball since two thousand eleven. 
He's as an assistant or a he's head coach. coached UNCW yes. and NC State yes. as a head coach. Like six years of head coaching experience. Yeah, think about this, Will. So like he's got six years of head coaching experience. Um, uh, Roy Williams, for example, has what thirty? Twenty eight. I think he's got thirty because he did fifteen at both schools at uh, Kansas and. Um, I think I'm saying twenty eight, but no one can look this up. So listen, like if I'm doing my math right, six thirty. That's like we're we've we've been out of college for like ten or ten or years ten years or so, right? Uh, you have. I graduated in two thousand seven, so it's been thirteen years for me of my math. My so math you've been a full time. Right? You've been in full time employment for thirteen years. That's correct. So just like hypothetically, let's say you know year three versus uh-huh. year thirteen in your job. Yeah. How much better are you at your job? I'm gonna be better at you. I'm gonna be better than you. Exactly. So I mean, I think. And I'm not trying to make an excuse for Keats because there's some like things. You are a little bit, but there's some fine. things that that like we could question about how some of the game plays are going, some of the substitutions, blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, like when we hired a guy with six years, or at that point in time, three years. At that point, coaching, three years, sure. Like you know, there's going to be bumps in the road. Like you know that he's going to get out coached. You times. would think so, but this NC State fan base, and we are a so the definition of a fan, Kent. Is a fanatic, right? I, I get that. Yes, we want instant results. Oh, he performed at UNCW, so he should come to NC State in not this year, Kenneth, but normally the toughest conference to produce in because of injuries this year in the ACC and down years and grads graduates and all that. I, I'm on your team, man. Like I, I'm not an anti Keats guy. I, I, was, I uh, I've had texts to you that maybe have been because of maybe that's why I was sending all those text messages to you the other night. Some type of uh, offensive strategy or most likely defensive strategy. That I think you put it best, man. And this take has been beat into the fucking ground. Is that if we don't get turnovers and if we can't shoot threes. We're not going to win games. That's I mean that's that's fair. But he came in telling us that he literally told NC NC State fans that look I run a high octane defense that relies on the press that relies on forcing turnovers getting sure. easy baskets and we, if we don't get turnovers and we can't shoot threes which let me just throw in my my three stat which you've is, already thrown it out there once so go ahead and throw I'll throw it, it in again twenty two of eighty four in the last. Four games is that we're not going to win games. I mean, we got lucky with Miami tonight with two of their top score, their two of their best players out, and still had to eke out that win. Yeah, like it's it's a thing where four turnovers or don't that I don't think that's as big as of a, a a coaching aspect as the defensive. Like, like what are your thoughts on? Allowing four straight layups tonight, like what? Like what are your what are your thoughts on that? Because I don't know, we're we're not pressing every possession. Like no, he, we're not. We're not he, pressing at all. In a lot no, of games. I mean, you're, he's not. Like Louisville, actually, uh, early in the game, the press it was a was beautiful effective. start. But then we stopped hitting shots and we couldn't press anymore. Yeah, and so I mean, a lot of it kind of goes back and forth though. Like the often, I mean, it's the same thing we had with football this this past year. I mean. The defense was trash because the offense couldn't stay on the field. And right. The offense was trash because the defense couldn't keep anybody from scoring. So I mean, right. right. <laughs> it just feeds into itself. It's a freaking snowball that oh, just rolls God, onto so itself. Frustrating. 
Yeah, I, I think we can put so that. Is he a good coach? Yes, I think he's a good coach. I think do he's I a think fine he's, coach. I think I he's going to need some more time to figure out. Do I think he needs assistance that may twist his mind a little bit and say his offense and his defense is not maybe the move? Yeah. I think he's got a lot of yes men on his staff. Which How do you even, where do you even come up with that from, Will? How do you even know he's got yes men on his staff? Can you please tell me that? Enlighten <laughs> me. Because, <laughs> listen to me. The first time Will's Nothing, ever been speechless on this show. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm not speechless at all. I don't think we've seen any patterns of change with Kevin Keats. I love Kevin I Keats. I disagree with that. No, that, that's fine that you do. But what I'm trying to tell you is that I see a weird parallel between him and Dave Dorn is that they don't make adjustments at all. So that's not fair to Dorn either, I don't believe. You're also wrong about that. We're, we're not seeing adjustments at all, and it, it's it's truly his way or the highway. And again, I ride for him, but he also cannot make shots for his kids. He right. also cannot set posts for his kids. That like he's he can't control but so much on the bench. But I would say more of Keats' problems so far has been the roster management of everything, not necessarily the in-game play. Enlighten me. What do you mean? Roster management? Sure. Well, I mean, how, how about like having Sadiq pay right now instead of uh, recruiting over him for Sasha Killer-Jones? Kalea, whatever the hell. But can Kevin Keats decide where Sasha Killer-Jones wants to go to international play? I mean. Does he get a feel for that? Because I'm, I'm telling you, Kent, when he's recruiting this guy, he's not getting it's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna ride with you, but uh, I might also just like skip out. Well, like, I mean that's he's fair. Not tell, he's not telling him that shit. That's fair. How about like uh, Blake Harris? Like how how What's beneficial Blake, would Bar- Blake Harris be right now with Braxton hurt and having a backup point guard? Blake Harris would be. <laughs> all right, I'll give you that. He would be <laughs> such a defensive upgrade on Braxton Beverly right now that <laughs> I would that, scream. That, that because is because Braxton Beverly's defense does literally not exist. It's. It's an invisible, it's a Casper ghost. What if he could have kept uh, Omir Yurt 7 from leaving to go sit on the bench for you? I do not fault him for that. That's that's not his fault. Omer, Omer hated NC State. He hated Raleigh. He wanted to go to Georgetown. He and said play they have for Barry Patrick Kelly out there. What? He wanted to play for Patrick Ewing as a... Oh, my God. That's what he said. He's not... Well, Kevin Keats is not Patrick Ewing. Kevin. What if he didn't saying. recruit Jalen LeCue last year? Again, I, when he's in a living room with Jalen McHugh's family and every part of Wolfpack Nation is excited about this guy, he's not just letting it slip. There's like, oh, uh, yeah, I might just dip and just play overseas. Like, I don't think that's a He's thing. not playing overseas. He's in the D League. But um. <laughs> it's the G League, and yeah. I thought he was overseas. Well, <laughs> did you not see that dunk? The, yeah, well, I was saying the G League is doing really great marketing for him because he's just throwing dunks that I've never seen in a player do in a game. It's unreal. But that's great. We could have had a yeah, great, but you still could we could have, have had a great dunker. Awesome. Uh, it would have been DSJ awesome. was a great dunker. <laughs> it would have also he led been, us to a great season. We beat Duke at Duke, though. Oh dear! It would have been awesome to have a backup plan for that, though. Yeah, I mean. Or have Sebron playing right now, or have Atticus. T- I mean, I mean, some of it's been injury, some of it's been like uh, unfortunate appeals. I mean, we won the one with Brax and lost the one with Sebron. So I mean, it is what it is. 
But it would be nice that we could actually run or implement the system that Keats wants to run. And we yeah. haven't been able to based on the parts. Well, I mean, you had Ian Steer also. You know, throw him in there that transferred after uh, you two know, games. One. Oh, one. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, so twenty twenty. Let's look towards that, like every fan does when their seasons are lost. Hope. What are you talking about? The uh, recruiting class. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about those guys. Yeah. Anything to say else regarding Keith? Because you were. Sending me mad text about the only other thing I was I, the only thing I was showing you I was actually watching the Duke uh, who did they play this week Florida State yeah who won that game I can't remember I fell asleep during the game um, but I was just curious because Leonard Hamilton has been there forever and so I was just curious to see like Leonard Hamilton's like well Marvin Lewis got fired Leonard Hamilton is like the Marvin Lewis of uh, college yeah but at least at least Leonard Hamilton that's a Bud Light seltzer do you know who you seltzers know. I don't. I'm not into that kind Are of you stuff. Me? Oh, that's cute. I did not know they made that. But Leonard Hamilton at least has won some ACC titles. Oh no, I, I, I mean, completely respect Leonard so, Hamilton. I'm not. I'm not saying he is anywhere close to Marvin Lewis. In his first seven years, he never even got out of the NIT, and he missed the NIT two of those seven years. So here's my thing. You've sent me a lot of this stuff. It's like, why are we not as patient as Florida State? Or even Virginia. Or Virginia. Tony Bennett's, what, first three, four years were complete dog shit? Uh, yeah. Three, yeah. yeah. Started turning around year four. Why are we not that patient? Why do we have message boards? Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to fault the message boards, actually, because I think that everybody should have their opinion. Um, we don't have to necessarily agree with it, or I don't have to necessarily agree with what you're posting on there. Um, I, for, the, <laughs> for the record, I do not have... Any type of account with any state message board site. There's a lot of stuff on there. I was like, man, that came straight out of Will's mouth. Okay. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, it's. I think fans can have their own opinions. And, I mean, they have the right to also be upset if they're writing a bunch of checks to the athletic department for game tickets. or. Yeah, because well, when um, you walked in tonight, you were like, man, I haven't donated to the athletic department at all, but I'll have a podcast about it. I actually do donate to the athletic <laughs> department, Will. Come on now. <laughs> Oh, dear. What's your donation last year? I don't remember. I know you don't like to reveal your finances to, in public. But. Well, no, like we have whatever section that we have for our, our tickets, there's like a minimum donation that we split between the people in there. I don't remember what it is. Gotcha. So it's 50, not a whole lot of money. You threw 50 on it. It's more than 50. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what was Plus, your Plus, like, thing? all those damn tickets sales that I have to pay for. But the other thing I wanted to mention before we get off of basketball, this is kind or of... men's basketball. Yeah, yeah, men's basketball, unkeats related, is that I finally got into the PNC, PNC Arena for the game. It's your first game this year? Yeah. What'd kids, you think? Kids, man. Um, uh, it's a long thought. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, the games was what game was did trash. you go to? Louisville. 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 Yeah. So that was that was kind of trash. Um, the screen, not not doing it for me. What? No, it's too big. No, I couldn't pay attention to what was happening on the court. I was like, so the screen is literally like the size of the court. It is. It's, sitting, it's, it's. I've told you this. It's like Dallas Cowboys level. If you're sitting in the 300 levels, which is where I was sitting, but it was like mid court 300. It's a great seat. Right. So the guy that gives so much to the Wolfpack Club is sitting at 300 levels. Well, I mean, you have to do it a lot <laughs> for those basketball games. You got to like freaking donate 
a shitload of money and not go to the games. Right. Maybe just donate um, more and be the hundred level. It was literally a single game ticket, Will. I can't do the season tickets to basketball anymore. At least not for uh, until I can. And also, our season now. tickets are in the three hundred levels when we buy. Um, <laughs> but so the screens, the screens too big up there. Like you can't focus on the the game from there. And literally zero replays were played the entire game of any kind of like controversial call. I agree and with like, that. They do no replays. It's more about giving birthday shout outs. It's really, really terrible. <laughs> birthday like shout that. outs or dance cams or kiss cams. And so I was I was frustrated several times, especially early on some like controversial type calls where the fans were getting upset, but I couldn't see what. Like, right. And I was, well, also, I was texting you during that game. It was like, oh, that was bullshit. And you're like, yeah, I was like, well, I, uh, I wouldn't know because I don't see any replays. So that was frustrating. And it. Like I think we even do a better job of football of, of showing replays. Yeah, for, we do for, really actually really good job of replays of football. Because um, also there's a lot more time to show replays. Agreed. Of football. Yeah, yeah, I get that part of it too. And then the last thing is is like listening to people talk. Like other fans annoyed me. What were you hearing, Kenneth? Like just stupid stuff. Let they, you know, in a lot of cases they didn't know who was playing. <laughs> right, um, they don't know the players. Yeah, they don't know the players. Put Braxton in. No, <laughs> no, he's not he's hurt. Fit he can't this hit a shovel team, and he's hurt. Um, yeah, like the the the, the leading. Oh gosh, I forgot the guy's name from Louisville. He's got a weird name. Nora. Nora. Yeah, Jordan Nora. Yeah, and yeah. so you know, we actually played. Who's re- more informed on this podcast? We, okay. Yeah, no. we played. I mean, I thought we played pretty good defense against him the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you only had like twelve points or so. Yeah, and they were wanting to. Uh, yeah, I was just like nineteen. The guys around us that were talking, they're like, "Man, I can't believe that guy's scoring. He's not any good. He's like literally the leading scorer in the conference. <laughs> yeah. It's like ACC Player of the Year." And I, I mean, we played. So great. since you've been he to played a, all those games. I mean, he did. He had a pretty good second half against us. But since you've been to a basketball game, you hate our fans. I don't you, hate you them. Hate all. the new video board. I do hate the new video board. I and thought it was dynamite looking at it from TV, but while you're watching it in the stadium, it's too big. I don't know, man. I've only sat with the new video board. I've only sat with Jackson in the uh, student section, so I can't comment on that. Well, yeah, you wouldn't be looking up. You'd be yeah, looking you're looking straight, yeah. straight ahead. So that was your in-game experience. Yeah. Any any other thoughts on men's basketball? Um, I mean, we're before the game. I guess we're sixty-nine and net. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but no, that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess we got Syracuse coming up. I mean, yeah. So eighty-three seventy-two tonight. Um, at Syracuse on a t- we get a long, long break. No at, weekender. Yeah, no weekender. At Syracuse, seven o'clock, and then. We may or may not record next week. So, an at BC, the Sunday night marquee game at 6 o'clock. So, um, any predictions there? Uh, the world's dying to know. Uh, gosh, I would, if I had to put money on it, I would probably say that we lose the Syracuse beat BC. Yeah, agreed. Um, and the only, I mean, can we beat Syracuse? Yes, if we're hitting threes. If, uh, Jim Beheim's son is not hitting threes. Right. Is what we have to actually worry about because that kid can actually ball out. Yeah. So, I mean, I think BPI's got us at like a um, 30% chance in that game. So, you don't really like our chances there. Um, and the BC game likes the chances a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like 
BPI has us as a 69% nice chance to win that game. Um, so, I mean, I like for us to split that and then come back home. Or, no, we have one more roadie after mm-hmm. that. Um, who's that? I don't have it in front of me. Uh, no, no, we come back home for Duke. Yeah, I thought we came home for Duke. So we we'll definitely need to make sure we record before the Duke game. We will, and there will yeah. probably be a bonus episode next week. Uh, TBD. Uh, can we get into the real basketball team? Absolutely, man. It's the women's team. Yeah. Let's go. Where are we ranked right now? Uh, well, in the sixth, uh, what was it? The uh, top sixteen that the NCAA put out. That We're a what? Uh, number what seed? Not one, not three, but a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were ranked seventh in that initial um, kind of top sixteen. And they've put that out similar to how like the CFP goes out where sure. they're showing the four host site or the 16 host sites for that first um, round of the tournament. So that would, that would be awesome to get a two seed. Maybe we jump up a little bit with UConn's loss last night. Yeah, um, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. or probably tonight if you're listening to this podcast because you're not listening to it this late. Yeah. Tonight at 7 uh, at Virginia Tech. Uh, my girl Kendall Brooks is playing for them again. My Instagram follow, and uh, <laughs> then we fast forward all the way to Thursday night, which we may not record before then. Uh, the night before Valentine's Day, the huge game. Damn, I need to go to this game. Louisville coming to town. Louisville is ranked number one or five versus seven. Five. So that's going to be a. They were huge one at some one. point in this season, I believe. I'm not worried South Carolina's about... number one, and they haven't lost forever. So maybe Louisville hasn't been one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Louisville coming to town. And then um, I did see that Alyssa Cunane was named to the. It's not. I don't know if the women's is the wooden watch, but it is the women's wooden watch for the top 25 players in America. Which is, is it called really the cool. Sun, Pat Summit watch? Uh, let's call it the Pat Summit watch. Okay. So Alyssa Cunane got on. Shout out to Greensboro. Was named to the Pat Summit watch for the top 25 players in America, which she should be in the top 10 players in America. So which is really cool for her. Um, an, an absolute beast who we avenged our. Losses. We lost to Carolina, and then we beat Clemson on the road by 19, and then won at Duke. And at Duke, it was basically a damn state game. I know. I've never seen anything like that at, like, Cameron. For Cameron, in order to be – I mean, it looked like it about 70% Duke it looked, fans. It literally looked like Reynolds Coliseum. Minus it really the, did. Minus the blue court. <laughs> I was so proud of that. That was – uh, I knew your brother was uh, sending us pictures of that. He went to it? Ah, uh, no, I think he was sending pictures. He was just sending pickies. But um, super proud of them. Shouts to my girl Ace Koenig. Uh, also, IG follow. And, uh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times coming for them, man. I, I, the rest of the schedule, which we'll get into, I mean, we got Georgia Tech at home. That's a dub. At Miami's a dub. Duke coming home. Dub. I mean, the schedule sets up nice. Like, if we don't lose – if we lose three games, I'll be shocked. I hear you, man. I'm all in for that. That's our women's basketball round up. There was one other piece to that. You didn't you want to ask if if uh, Westmore was the real winner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh that was the text combo. <laughs> we said, uh, "Is Westmore the winner between him and Kevin Keys?" What do you think? I mean, you got. 
a little bit more to go with from Wes Moore because he's been there for eight years. He has been. He's time. He's had time to establish himself and get recruiting classes. But you know what? What Wes Moore did in his third season at State. Let me guess. How many games did he play? What do you mean? How many games were in the season? Oh, 31. 31. Um, 15 and 16. Uh, 2011, but did not make the NCAA tournament. I'll take Made a 20. the NIT in the second season. I'll take a 20. Made the tournament in the first season. That sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound awfully familiar. Um, so, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, the, I mean, it's funny how the perception of Westmore is too versus Kevin Keats and like Westmore is Kevin Keats in year three. Yeah. Or like Westmore, uh, you know what I'm saying? I I, I know what okay. you're saying. I, I, the, I messed the punchline up or however I was going to try to deliver it, but whatever. <sighs> All right. So um, I guess the last thing to talk about is just a six pack, right? Yeah, can we do that? Yeah. Hang on. Can you play the music again? Yeah, I've been like very clip. That's good. It keeps the flow better. Six pack. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah, that was a fun one, man. So this is our 30th episode. I said earlier that a lot of people didn't think we'd get episode two. We're on 30, man. So all the haters, I'm just going to throw out the big... Chunking the deuce. Kent, is it chunking the deuce or chucking the deuce? I don't know, man. I'm not hip. I'm not either, but like it's from our time rap-wise. Chunk or chuck? I don't know. Let's just get into the six-pack. You can just give me an answer. I'd say chuck. Thank you. I'm chuck the deuce guy, too. Um, We're doing a six-pack tonight. Everybody knows about these six-packs. It's the closing segment of this show. Because we're honoring the 30 theme and we played a 30 for 30 where Kent did a great little monologue there 30 for 30s we would like to see produced by ESPN Kenny I'm going to let you start brother what's a 30 for 30 that hasn't been done that needs to be done um hmm let's see have you ever seen the one about um don't take mine you bitch hmm. sorry that was have you ever seen the, like, what if ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I've, yeah, I've seen them all. So there's uh, there's some what if ones. So this one would go like this. What if I told you that a competent AD runs the coaching search after Herb? <laughs> NC State lands Calipari. Boom, 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 boom. And then it kind of goes through the whole saga of Calipari getting on the helicopters and all that kind of jazz and talking to his pastor and yeah so that would kind of be where uh i think that'd be a fun 30 for 30 for us that was uh one of the most nerve-wracking slash fun slash anxiety inducing coaching searches that have ever existed the most i've ever been on a message board that is uh really because you've been on one all night tonight uh no i haven't but yeah what do you got um my first one is what if i told you that in the NCAA tournament playing game, NC State would play St. Louis and completely fuck themselves over in the game because they missed 17 free throws. 
Unbelievable. TJ Warren led team, Kenneth, that we were really good. I know it was a playing game. We missed 17 free throws in that game. We went to overtime. That has got to be some type of 30 for 30 of how bad that collapse was down the stretch. We, overall stats, it was pretty even. They were 27 and 6. We were a 12 seed. Don't get me wrong. We got ups. We did not upset the team. We were a 12, 22 and 14. Um, But yeah, those free throws down the stretch. And we shot better than free throws. We were 20 of 37. They were 12 of 26. But uh, that was one of the most disappointing games that I've ever dealt with as an NC State fan. Do you remember that? I do. It was terrible. Um, let me just interrupt real quick. We're watching, um, you know, oh it's, my God. it's February, and we're watching the ACC do you Network. Say, hold on real quick. Do you say February or February? Know. Who cares? No, no, no. February. All right, so you don't do the R. No. All right, cool. So it's February, um, and we are debating who the top five ACC quarterbacks are on the ACC network because they literally have nothing else to talk about. And this guy's rocking a turtleneck with a sports jacket. Newsflash. Oh, that's that's EJ Manuel. That's EJ Manuel. Um, NC State had zero quarterbacks listed in the top five. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the 30-30. So my next one's going to be, what if I told you that NC State wouldn't win an ACC title of any kind in the major sports for 30 years. And this one is a look back at all the missed opportunities. Every time that they got to the all ACC right. t- title really game. I don't even need to do any more tonight because that one wins. Because the, here's a spoiler alert, Kenny. Baseball tournaments. Kenny, this is a spoiler alert. It's not going to happen for another 10 years. I don't believe that. They're going to get lucky at some point. Like, and win an ACC title? This is the year to do it. The ACC is down. Well, they could still win the ACC title. Oh, my God. Like, a basketball tournament, literally anything can happen, Will. They Are don't we have going to do, What? I don't know. I kind of – I will have to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think so. Unless we're in the title game. And then I'll go. Which is Saturday night. Right. Um, you okay? Yeah. That Bud Bud Light Seltzer really Bud Light Seltzer <coughs> went down the wrong way. My overall review, <coughs> wow, not quite a truly. Is that um, is, were you were you eating a sandwich? Yeah, I was also eating a ham, turkey, cheese, and roast beef. All right, so you're. Uh, uh, I got we got two more. You got one. I got one. Right? No, you got two more. Yeah, mine is um. <coughs> wow, what if I told you? That in a Pistons and Pacers game, that fans would throw beer from the stands in Is that NBA not already a 30 for 30? No, it's not. I looked it up. And NBA players would actually get into the stands and throw Joes at actual fans. I can't believe that's not actually all. I don't think it's not a 30 for 30. I looked it up. Malice at the Palace is my one that I need to know about. I want to hear the interviews from the fans. The one guy that got the beer thrown on him and the one guy that got punch the other guy that got that he threw beer on Ron Artest. I need to hear all these interviews. That would be the best 30 for 30. Ever. That would be pretty good. Malice at the Palace. Yeah. Sorry for my choking scenario. Alright. So what if I told you before the air there was the rise of Skywalker and it's a David Thompson one. I really want to see that one. Yeah it'd be dope. And I just had a really good intro for it. 
I really want to see that one. I um was two, I was I was not born. Not born. Uh, negative ten years old when was, they won the. We title. were both negative ten years old, and I was not even a thought in my dad's uh, pregnancy plan in that point. Shouts to Woody. Shouts to Debbie. I know you're listening. Hey, mom. Um, was not even a one of the thing, and probably knew nothing about it other than hating him because uh, my dad was a huge Carolina fan, and my mom was subsequently. So, uh, yeah, that would be super tight. Yeah, because I, I don't. I, I saw I saw Legend and and. I don't really know a lot about it, you know. I mean, I know about it, but I haven't seen a lot of video or, you know, heard testimony of. You know, there's the 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 infamous um, injury that he took in Reynolds or somewhere. Right, and, right, right, right. I've heard of I that. Um, too young you, for all that. Let me man. give you a multiple choice on mine. Do you? Let me just say my last three, and you can say which one would be the best one. Was T A N. Gosh, I don't. Jesus, was T A N slash the Philip Rivers QB sneak against Ohio State? That could probably be included in your thirty for thirty. So I'll give you that. Ah, uh, that wouldn't really necessarily be relevant to the ACC title picture, though. No, but still, those two. Well, the ACC. No, 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 we still weren't. Close we couldn't. We couldn't win those. That was still Florida State was still kicking. Um, uh, that's one. Maryland, though. Uh, Speaking of Maryland. I <laughs> uh, appreciate the voicemail, Dre. Um, I do not. Oh, I do not miss Maryland because their fans are. Who's the worst fan to be in a game with, Maryland or Syracuse? Because Syracuse is absolutely rage-inducing. Um, Maryland fans are fucking trash, dude. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, gosh, they're both trash. Uh, Syracuse is probably more trash here in the Triangle. I feel like they're, uh, Maryland always had more hateable players. Syracuse yeah. has not had as many hateable players. So, uh, thinking of a Steve Blake is a big one of mine. Yeah. I don't feel like like people like Jerry McNamara really like affected us because I feel like that was big. That was Big East. That wasn't ACC. They don't have a lot of hateable players. I could give players. you a top five really quick of Maryland's hateable players. Fire away. Uh, Steve Blake. Uh-huh. Number one. Great. Or, or. Grace Vasquez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lonnie Baxter. I really hated Lonnie Baxter. Yeah, everybody hated Baxter. Uh, Juan Dixon. Oh, but he was – no, he was ACC. Yeah, and then Alex Lynn. Oh, God. Who's the one that, like, tipped that ball in when me and you were sitting in the freaking 300? I think that was Lonnie Baxter, wasn't it? I think it was Lonnie Baxter that tipped that ball in. They had two tip-ins to beat us in two years in a row. Throw Torrey Smith on that list, too. Good God. Oh, my God. Don't even get into Maryland football players. Um, as far as Wake Forest, Dre, they're still in the conference, bud. But, but you couldn't but tell they, it by the basketball standings. Are they the with basketball standings? We won't talk about football. That doesn't exist right now. We're in the basketball season. But uh, when in basketball, yeah, they, they haven't uh, existed since Chris Paul hit Julius Hodge in the freaking nuts. Um, yeah, they had maybe that couple years with Teague. But after that, it's yeah, been, I mean – Nothing sustainable. Yeah. No big deal there. All right, so we got um, – I guess that's it, right? That's all of our uh, 30 for 30s, right? Or did you have one more that you wanted to throw in? Well, I just wanted to say the the other one was um, – well, you yeah, have was T-A-N. I think, I think the a big one that will be discussed is the Astros. The Astros is going to be a huge one sign-stealing. 
I know we're not a Major League Baseball podcast. I know you're a huge Braves guy. But um, they did beat the Dodgers, my squad, in the time that they were stealing all these freaking signs. Oh, you got your hat on again. Oh, yeah. I'm noticing it at the end of every podcast. Um, uh, that's going to be a 30 for 30. I it? guess the other 30 for Beating 30. The freaking trash cans to do sign stealing? Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be awesome. The other 30 for 30 that would be dope is like the Finley brothers. Um, if if Ben's any good. Um, maybe do a Kevin Keats as a winner 30 for 30, you know, 10 years from now. If um, he's Well, hopefully he will be. That okay, means if he's here 10 years from now, then I think that things have gone pretty, pretty so we good. we need a 30 for 30. No, you would want the 30 for 30, like how good things have gone. Okay. Like he called a shot kind of deal. Took a program out of the basement and put him in the attic. Yeah. Tight. Mm-hmm. I was going to also do a 30 for 30 about Brett Favre when he sent penis pics to Jim Blackman, and no one ever talks about that. They just talk about his legacy as a Wrangler jeans model. <laughs> Should we get out of here? Uh, yeah, let's finish up on that one. Kit, it's been real. I appreciate you joining me. I'm sorry I will not be with you next week. We may have a bonus episode. Um, here's a little honor for the number 30 for you as well. A Kanye song that Kent doesn't know. Kent, any sign-off words? Stay hungry, y'all. Go I back. love everyone. Good night. Just, that's all he contributes to the He's really good at that, though. Oh.